Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got them screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo. We got them screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, D-Lo. We your number one spot. We your number one spot for some sports, huh? Got the city going crazy when we work, huh? We top two, but we ain't two. We in first, huh? And when you need the real, we is who you search, huh? D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC. D-Lo, we your number one spy. We in here, baby. I'm Damian Barling. The ultimate needle mover in God mode himself. He is Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. We're going to talk. Uh, first off, man, thoughts and prayers to the Golden State Warriors and their organization. What a, what a, what a just terribly, terribly tragic situation uh, for... Um, that man, his family, uh, that that basketball family, that staff—just uh, awful, awful news out of out of, out of uh, the Golden State Warriors organization. Um, so we start there. Uh, I don't think we have a lot more to to offer that, uh, other than our our condolences, our thoughts and prayers, man. But definitely a very, very tough story coming out of the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, man. Um, Obviously, a lot has already happened this morning. Pascal Siakam is now a member of the Indiana Pacers, who will be here Thursday. Um, lots of, lo- a lot, a lot, <laughs> a lot to dissect in that trade. Um, <laughs> no, you're not stupid. No, we're not stupid. You see the first round picks. It's a pretty strong indication of this whole Siakam, where he would and wouldn't sign, was about money. The deal is. And, it was done. and the Indiana Pacers have money, and they've obvi- they've made the, the 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 decision that Pascal Siakam can be a max player for them. That's been communicated to Pascal Siakam, mm-hmm. and that's why three first round picks were traded. If you're a Kings fan, you can feel however you want to about that. Sacramento doesn't have the money to sign him to a max contract. It didn't make sense, in my opinion, to sign Pascal Siakam to a max contract. Mm-hmm. And Mike was still willing to make a deal, but he wasn't going to include, excuse me, Monty was still willing to make a deal, but he wasn't going to include draft capital. Again, as a Kings fan, how much you like Siakam, you can decide how you feel about that. Uh, three first-round picks, it's a little too much for me. Yeah, a little, e- e- even, 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 even with you know uh, four, four years or whatever the max they can give him coming up, it's a little too much for me. I'm, I'm, I'm good with the way this turned out. Happy for Indiana, Tyrese, let him cook. Three first-round picks, um... I think the insiders are talking about two hundred fifty million dollar deal. It's all too much for for me for Siakam. Mm-hmm. 
That's right. That's something that you give a franchise or borderline franchise player. That's not who Pascal Siakam is. Everybody, everybody who has a problem with Zach Levine mm-hmm. should have a problem with Pascal Siakam because I think Levine's a better ball player. But people get upset with his contract and what he's owed and all this other stuff. And, and if he's a franchise player, there's there's no way, there's no way if if I'm the Kings, I'm giving Pascal Siakam that contract. Uh, no, and he's not that type. He may demand that. He may get that on the open market or whatever. You're, you know, some people try to say you're worth only what somebody's willing to pay you. So he may get that. I he wouldn't get it from me. I'd move on somewhere. I think Kyle Kuzma's a better player than Pascal Siakam. Okay. Um, and not that he's bad. I, I I think Kyle Kuzma's a better player. Okay. Well, Kyle Kuzma isn't a king either. He's a wizard for now. Uh, hopefully, just, I'd, I'd love to have Kyle Kuzma here. But we'll, 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 we'll get to all of that stuff uh, later. But obviously, that is uh, the latest news in the NBA is that the Siakam deal is finally over. Now we can stop talking about the Toronto Raptors. They've made their deal for OG Ananobi. They've made their deal with Pascal Siakam. Uh, I like this move for the Indiana Pacers, at least for this season. I think it puts them in a good spot. I think it puts a good team uh, already in a good spot. But uh, we'll see how that goes, integrating him in, 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 into that lineup, into that pace of play. Uh, pace of play was a big topic of discussion last night when the Sacramento Kings blew a 22-point lead uh, in the final seven minutes and some change for one of the most epic collapses in NBA history, one of the most epic collapses Jeez. in recent Kings memory, I think the stat they put on TV was like teams trailing by 22 in the fourth quarter, maybe with like seven minutes left or something, were 0 and 1,244. <laughs> and now the Sacramento Kings are very much on the, the, the wrong side of that number. Man, oh man. Um, goodness gracious. But the Kings, uh, after last night's loss, officially fall into play-in territory. And I think everybody's going to have different feelings about this game. I think it sounds like uh, you and I have some different feelings about this game. Uh, I think you're a little bit more aligned with with James. Um, but let's get into it. What the hell happened in that final six minutes? Whew, a lot happened in that final six minutes, and, and none of it was good for the Sacramento Kings. I mean, I, I looked at that ending of that game, and I saw um, – just a lack of focus, mm-hmm. a lack of awareness for the situation at hand. Um, the Phoenix Suns got hot from three, made some threes. You allowed them to get hot from three, so so part of that part of that is on the on the on the Kings. Um, but just situational awareness and not understanding situations. I know a lot of people, um, Mike Brown fans, everybody goes into. Um, the turnovers, which is rightfully so. I mean, they, they turned the ball over far too much in that final quarter. But there was a there was a moment in that game that where I'm stuck on the whole awareness situation. Minute 34 to go, the Kings are up by six. Mm-hmm. I believe it's 115-109. Minute 34 to go. First thing in my mind is – you can't give up any threes. No threes. That's what beats you is a three-point shot. And what do they do immediately? Domas is on Devin Booker for whatever reason. And I, I and like I said, I don't know if it's the players. I don't know if it's the coaches in this situation, if it's the scheme, whatever. Keegan Murray, for whatever reason, leaves Eric Gordon 
to go double and help Sabonis. And that leads to a couple passes, and it's a scramble drill on the defensive end. Leads to a wide-open three for Eric Gordon. Now it's a three-point game. I don't understand what Keegan was doing in that moment. And I don't understand why the move isn't everybody stay at home. If Devin Booker blows by Sabonis and gets a two, fine. But the three can't happen. Mm -hmm. Very next play, Kings miss a shot. And Sabonis, for whatever reason, is denying Devin Booker the ball or attempting to 75 feet away from the basket. He falls, doesn't get the denial. I don't even know what we're doing there. All of a sudden, another scramble drill where Devin Booker passed to KD. KD passed it to a wide open Aaron Gordon in the corner. Three, now the game is tied. And that, to me, is simple basketball. Simple basketball IQ. You're up six, 134 to go. The only way they're going to beat you probably is if you allow a three, at least one three at some point in time. Mm-hmm. If you're working the clock the right way, worst case scenario, you don't score a basket. They The best they'll probably do is tie you. And it's the second time. The reason why it sticks with me so much is it's the second time this happened. That happened against Milwaukee. You're up four with about 19 seconds to go or whatever. Don't allow a three. Giannis drives to the bucket. They leave Brooke Lopez open for a three. Now all of a sudden a four-point game becomes a one-point game, a one-possession game, regardless if it's that you're making free throws or whatever. That's the case. These are little things that you got to be aware of. And, and I know other people are going to be upset with the totality of losing a 22-point lead. But even with losing, it could have been salvaged with understanding game and situation. That that has nothing to do with making or missing shots. That un, That's about understanding where you're at as a team and what the scenario calls for in the game. They didn't do it. Thursday versus the Pacers will mark the 41st game of the season. We're, we're at the halfway point of this thing, the, the, the real halfway point, not the fake one at the All-Star game. We're at the real halfway point of this season. The fact that you just spent – Six and a half minutes talking about simple basketball plays is concerning to me. In that situation, and this is what I was talking about with James a minute ago, with James and Kyle on the insiders when they're talking about you can you can learn from this. And I think you and James are along the same lines. It's like you can learn from this. You can learn from this. You can't learn anything from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can. Maybe you could pick a few things apart and 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 figure out different things to do better, but make or miss league, different things like that, it's fine. I don't know that I necessarily agree with that, but I certainly understand the sentiment. I also understand the sentiment of what you can learn in games like this. You go back to the Milwaukee game. You miss free throws and you turn the ball over in the fourth quarter. Against Milwaukee, you miss free throws and you turn the ball over in the most crucial moments of the fourth quarter. That happened two nights ago. You walk in to Phoenix and everything's going your way, and when it stops going your way, It's a product of turning the ball over in the fourth quarter. It's a product of turning the ball over at the most crucial times possible, not executing simple plays, as you just pointed out. The Kings, at least least on their first test, following what they learned against Milwaukee, didn't learn anything. They made the same exact mistakes. They turned the ball over in the fourth quarter. They stopped executing in the fourth quarter. Simple basketball plays. That's what you just said. I wrote that down. That's sticking with me. Simple basketball plays. 
What's the simplest basketball play that absolutely drives you nuts? Free throws. Two games in a row now. If we change the term from free throws to a simple basketball play, two games in a row now, we're talking about the Sacramento Kings, a 48-win playoff team last year that had the nerve in training camp to talk about being a contender, not being able to execute simple basketball plays against contending teams. That's a problem to me. Mm-hmm. That's not a hey. Kings are uh, uh, six and four. I, I get it. Yo, we're thirty games in. We're forty games into this thing, and we're talking about simple basketball plays. That's concerning to me. You gonna be able to execute those simple basketball plays now that you haven't been able to execute the last two games? Your wins and losses depended on simple basketball plays. And you couldn't execute those? And I'm supposed to think going against Indiana just because you're at the Golden 1 Center, you're going to be able to execute them? Or the next time you go on a road trip, which is only like a week away, you're going to be able to execute it then? I don't have a lot of faith in that. And that's understandable. I I don't I want to say I got a lot of faith in that, but here's where we, we go to different roads. That's all fixable. When you're getting your ass beat by the Celtics mm-hmm. at home, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. When you're getting your your ass beat by Houston and New Orleans again, what what, what are we supposed to look at the film? We supposed to talk about free throws that night? No, you're uncompetitive, and now you got to check your heart. Now you got to check your heart, and I don't I don't know what the heart is saying. See, but that's 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 what bugs me, because free throws, simple basketball plays have been a problem all year. But because of what you just said, they haven't really been focused on. Kings win by 30, blah, 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 blah. Domas, De'Aaron, fourth quarter Fox, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they got to hit their free throws better. Kings lost by 20. Harrison Barnes, blah, 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 blah. Kevin Hurd, blah, 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 blah. DeMontis Simone is triple-double. They got to hit their free throws. Their afterthoughts, up 20, down 20, afterthoughts. But now, simple basketball plays. Are costing you victories, and that, and that, I'll, I'll tell you something when we come back. I'll tell you something that may, may blow a lot of people's minds, yours included. That was a hell of a tease right there. Stilo and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, you set up a hell of a tease before that commercial break. Yeah, man, I got I got something that's probably going to be on par. And I promise you, you guys know I don't do I don't do anything to be like contrarian or anything like that. It's just honestly how I'm feeling. Like we got a we got a, a text message last night from Kamara talking about man, I can't wait for KC's rant and how angry he's gonna be today. I honestly wasn't that mad. I was sitting there. Maybe I was in shock. I was just sitting there like for real, like mm-hmm. really unbelievable. I believe what I saw. Um, and you know what? You know what bothers me about that is I was the same way, and I think with a couple minutes left, maybe maybe that six point possession you were talking about right there, or that six point lead, but before that three possession, I text I text the homie Jill, text Jill Ash like we're gonna lose this, aren't we? Like I th- I, th- I think everyone expected when it went that sour that quickly, I think Kings fans just thought they were gonna lose. Mm. Part of me wondered would Malik hit that shot or whoever. Well, one that was like one second, one and a half. That's enough to get up. A, a if you run the right play, you get a decent look. Mm-hmm. Brad did a great job of holding uh, De'Aaron Fox to the point where he 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 fell forward. So nice job by Brad there. But we all expected to lose. Mm. I didn't. up by six with ninety seconds left. We all thought the Kings were losing. I didn't, but. I mean, yeah, good I, for you. I, I, the one, the one moment where I didn't was the Keegan Murray offensive rebound. I was like, okay, all right, De'Aaron ain't gonna miss another one, or who Kings ain't gonna miss another one. Mm-hmm. We got it. Mm-hmm. Nope, we did not have it. The narrator said it was all so simple. It's right there for you. Like I said, it, and, and I expected them to execute and understand the situation the way I did. Like I, it wasn't rocket science. What I thought I wouldn't. It's all super deep right now, you know, thinking about uh, the the way to win this game. No foul. No foul. Mm-hmm. No, hey, hey you're all right, Brad Beal. You're all right. Keep playing. Keep playing. Play through it. I didn't touch him. Play through it. <laughs> um, but it's like, nah, I'm not doing anything super introspective by saying no threes right now. It was just simple. It was like, yeah, that's what's going to beat you is if you give up the three-point shot. Now, after that. After they hit two threes to tie it up, I was like, oh, well, yeah, maybe this might be about it at this point. Um, but I felt good when De'Aaron hit the 117 shot, too. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, maybe you can get a stop. Couldn't get a stop. Send him to the foul line instead. Yeah, couldn't get a stop. Um, but I'm looking at this this team right now, and I'm looking at this road trip specifically, and they did not – reach the goal of what what they needed to do. They they needed to win um two out of or excuse me, three out of two. That's what I was looking for them to do. Or three, three out, out of five. five. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Go, go three, three and two. two. Mm-hmm. Um and they didn't achieve that goal. 
So that's that's not good, especially when you had two opportunities to win and get that third win, and you didn't uh, you didn't handle business. But I honestly look at this team right now, and I look at this road trip, and you can go back a little bit before the road trip. Like you can, this thing can can go all the way back, maybe another seven eight games, and. I honestly believe the Kings are playing good basketball, maybe the best basketball they've played all year right now, even with the results included. And I feel like I can say that because it's got to go both ways, right? So when they were seven, eight games over 500, we would take calls. We would even say, oh, they're not playing well, though. Like, yeah, the wins are there, but they're not playing good basketball. So if we can look at when the wins are there and say they're not playing good basketball and it's not results-based, we can look at the way they're playing and kind of disregard the results to a certain degree and say they're playing good. Now, I'm sorry, now to be able to turn that into wins, there's little pieces within each of those games outside of Philly. There's little pieces within each of those games where execution has to come into play, whether it's time management, clock management, mm-hmm. scoring scoring situation, free throws, little things like that. But those things, to me, can be fixed. Mm-hmm. They can be fixed. Doesn't mean they will be fixed. Mm-hmm. Teams go all year and don't fix any of it. Mm-hmm. Understanding scoring situation, making free throws, it can never be fixed, but they can be fixed. And I look at I look at them right now, and I think they're playing good basketball. They just got to tighten some things up. Let's look into that a little further. And let's start with, is there something to be said for the way that they're losing these games? We talk about they're playing well, okay? If it's a back and forth in Milwaukee Mm -hmm. and free throws aren't a a thing, it's Dame versus De'Aaron. Dame gets the last shot. You lose. I think there's something to be said for that. Kings in firm control of whether they win or lose that game, and they lose. Last night, you have a back and forth with Phoenix all the way till the end. Kevin Durant closes it out because he's Kevin F. and Durant. Mm-hmm. Okay? Malik's, Malik's three falls, you know, hits long. Doesn't happen. But that's not what happened. Kings were in firm control of that game and blew it. And you start to talk about clutch minutes. Clutch, and, and, and again, when you talk about a falloff from last year, I the, 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 the focus is on De'Aaron, rightfully so, inaugural clutch player of the year. But the team, obviously domino effect here, the team was clutch. And everyone fed off De'Aaron. Now it feels like that's they're not. That's not the case. I don't have this. I had a lot of confidence with them going collectively in a close game last year against anyone, mm-hmm. I had confidence in them winning that game. I don't have that confidence anymore. It's the, it, it, it's the text message. They're going to lose this game. Six-point game with 90 seconds left. They're going to lose this game. They're winning by six. They're not going to win this game. Lost confidence in their ability to execute Why late. Why do you feel that way? Because I don't think they've shown that they can execute late. And I guess part of the problem they is have. they have. Orlando. With Toronto? Orlando? Yeah. Okay, they also haven't. Yeah, I mean, but they have. 
right? So you're saying they haven't shown. They have. They they have the ability to – they can do it. Have they done it enough this year to to get your confidence? That's a whole other conversation. But to be honest but that with is you, the conversation. But to be honest with you, they've done it more this year than they did last year. I don't to think this that. Point. You, what, the record's better. Yeah but, yeah, but that doesn't mean that, – And that, in close games. But, we talked about close games yesterday. Games within four points, they're like, no, now they're six and four. Going into last night, they were six and three. Yeah, we might have to pull the receipts a on lot that of their, one because I'm not their, buying that they're better in the clutch than they a were lot of, A lot of their losses this year have been ass whoopings. A lot of them, like 12 of them. Yeah, there's a lot of them. The close games, they tend to, they tend to show that – they have the ability to do it. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you're wrong for feeling that because that's your it's nothing to be wrong about. It's a it's a feeling that you get. You don't this team doesn't inspire confidence in those moments from a lot of people, not just you. Myself included in a lot of times. But it's not because they haven't shown it. It's just the feeling that we have. Like I even it's a lack look of at this look at this schedule. This schedule is a circus, dude. Look, looking the back at their, oh. their no, no. Look, looking back at their game logs, it's a, it's a circus. Mm-hmm. Like win by twenty, lose by twenty. By the way, last last night marked a, a a three game losing streak. It's the first time they've lost three in a row since game four, five, six, and seven of the season. Mm. A Warriors game and back to back Houston games. So through all of the ups and downs, let's let's look back at what you said. Talking about playing, you know, good basketball as of late. Uh, you've got that tough loss last night. You've got the tough loss against Milwaukee. You 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 threw out Philadelphia. Uh, you beat Charlotte. You beat Detroit. You got blown out by New Orleans. Mm-hmm. You had that fight with Toronto and that fight with Orlando. Those two games came after getting beat up by Charlotte. Losing to Charlotte. Yeah. And get beat up. They got beat up by they Charlotte. They gave up the lead with under a minute to go. Yeah, they got beat up by Charlotte. <laughs> Or whoever that was, I don't even know that was actually the Charlotte Hornets. It was the what's the what's the, what's the Sting or whatever they're called in the G League. That's who that's that's who they were. The 49ers, the UNC Charlotte 49ers. Is that really what they are? Yeah. Oh, that's spectacular. Um, you got Memphis and Atlanta, two wins before that, blown out by Portland, twelve point loss to Minnesota. Then you beat Phoenix. I started thinking at 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 at, at a point last night in the uh, third quarter, man, it's nice to have our own little New Orleans Pelicans here. <laughs> We're treating the team the way the Pelicans are treating us. I'm all for it. It's it's nice to have one of those. Yeah, my fault. I didn't even say it out loud. I just thought it. Sure enough. Sure enough. There you go. Um. They got Indiana coming up, as we said. That'll mark the halfway point of the season. Atlanta after that. And then another two, four, six, seven-game road trip that goes through Golden State, Dallas, Memphis, Miami, Indiana. February second, we'll be live at Sky River Casino. Yeah, Chicago and Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So that's what this upcoming stretch looks like for this team. So our uh, R H says Kenny's putting too much sugar on his cereal or whatever. I, I guess I don't even about, know what that phrase yeah, I, means. I'm not sure either. I think he's talking about there's there's no excusing what happened last night. There's no excusing. That's an embarrassing loss. It's a bad loss. But one of the reasons why it is a bad loss is because you played a certain way to get up by 22, mm-hmm. and you played a certain way to lose the 22 point lead for sure. But if if I'm if I'm Mike Brown, 
one of the things that I'm doing right now is I'm saying, man, that was unacceptable. That was embarrassing. We've had a day to sleep on it. Instead of harping on the 22-point loss, let's figure out what we did to get up by 22. What what were some of the good things you're doing? You don't always do that, right? Like, I didn't – obviously, there was no game to get up for, but uh, or no lead to get up for. But after Boston, I wouldn't like, all right, well, just throw that away and don't worry about it. No, that's something to be worried about. Mm-hmm. You can't keep getting slapped up, right? Close game against Milwaukee. You, you focus on missing your free throws and things of that nature. And you still focus on the things that you did wrong to lose that lead against Phoenix. But don't lose sight of you're up 22. What did you do? Was it? I think I think I saw um, at the end of the third quarter they had I, – I, I'll double check. But at the end of the third quarter, did they have 30 assists already? I think I saw because J.A. wrote some. I was reading his article. I think he said after three quarters, the way he phrased it, after three quarters they Correct. were shooting 51%. Correct. They already had 30 assists on the game. Correct. All right, well, what were we doing offensively? We were taking care of the ball. We were moving the ball. We were getting stops on the defensive end. That's that's what we need to channel back into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to make our free throws. Yes, we have to take care of the ball. That goes into the assist. But – you look at that, and you look at some of the ways. Eight turnovers and 50% from the foul line in the fourth quarter. That's losing basketball. It's losing basketball. So I, I, I don't there's, – there's no covering up losing the game. But that's, that's not all that happened last night. I feel like it's tough to focus. I see your point. Like, they did do good things. Like, they were playing good basketball against the Bucs. They were playing good basketball, but they fold in the end. But that's just the name of the game for them this season, the inconsistencies. You're playing well, and then you blow it all of a sudden with six minutes left or whatever. Like, I, I don't think you can count on this team to continue playing well. I don't think they deserve the benefit of the doubt at all. 40 games, they are so hot and cold, it doesn't even make sense. I don't get how you get uh, – like you said, you do all those great things, and I'm not going to give – like I'm sure the Suns made some adjustments and stuff. I'm not going to give them credit for scheming you up. You blew that game. It's just the team is too inconsistent, I think, to count on. So, so let me ask both of you guys this. Look at the standings right now. And do we believe everybody is just where they're going to be? Because that's essentially what we're saying. We're like, they, this team, as they are, just can't get better and play better. I think there's a ceiling on this well, team. Well, I also, I also think that's not fair to ask because I haven't watched 40 New Orleans Pelicans games. I haven't yeah. watched 40 Dallas Mavericks games. That's fair. Um, I think the Clippers will move up. I think Denver is going to move up. I think Oklahoma City might slightly drop down. I don't think they'll fall any lower than four, but I, I, I think they'll – They'll come down just a little bit, and I think it'll probably be the Clippers that you see turning on. I think Denver's perfectly comfortable being in the three, four, five, six spot. I don't think they care. Um, I don't know what to expect from Phoenix. I have no clue. Anyone who says they does is lying. I have no clue what to expect from that basketball team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't buy the Lakers. I don't buy the Utah Jazz. So of the top ten teams that just leave Sacramento. They're 40 games to me. They feel – and they could change or whatever, but they feel more like a play-in team than a solid. It's just they're too inconsistent to put like put a pin. Like I don't know. But, like they're just to definitely say something. And once again, to this point, he's right. We 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 haven't seen all these other teams' games. But does Dallas feel like a top six team? I don't know. They're in the I, top six. I I I don't know. So I, you trust I, them more than the Kings right now? Or I don't. Equal? I don't know. Like I don't know. I haven't missed this Kings basketball game. I'm into the Dallas Maverick. Part of Sacramento is it's not the record. 
It's what you see when you watch them play. It's 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 like there's vibes involved Mm -hmm. and the vibes are bad. Mm -hmm. It's just something's off and a team that executed so well late falling apart the way that they did two games in a row is baffling. You want to pull up the 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 uh, the Toronto and Orlando game. Mm -hmm. Fine. Those were one after another. Just a handful of games before this road trip. Execution, execution. Those look like two completely different basketball teams. Teams, especially against Orlando, look desperate. That that though that team last night looked complacent. I think that team last night thought what we all thought. What you just said. This is one possession, just one basket. It's literally all they needed for like two minutes. One basket. You probably got this. Have they taken? A, I think they thought like that too. Have they taken a step back this season? Last year they were a firm playoff team. I think right now you look at the West, the top four, that's firm. Everyone so, else, like five and six, and then the Kings and the Suns, like that's uh, maybe you'll top, be top six or maybe you'll be playing. You're kind of teetering right now. So the, the eye test says to me that they're not as good as they were last year. But here's where I think the, the true difference is, and this is, this is where I really, really, really get stuck. And I'll, and I'll pose it as a question. Has Minnesota surpassed Sacramento? Right now, you got to say yeah. Has Oklahoma City surpassed Sacramento? Right now, you got to say yes. Those are the two that I'm locked in on the most. Dallas, again, I, I, I don't want to overanalyze that. I don't buy it. I'll, I don't think I ever will. Mm-hmm. It's certainly not this group. Like I'm A Jason Kidd-led team, I'm not going to buy. <laughs> Sorry. Just watch him like us. Yeah, 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 I could coach them. He made he's made that Jason very clear. Sirianni. Wow. <laughs> You're not and, wrong on that. And I don't know what to think about the Pelicans. I, I don't know like the, the the Pelicans I feel like we've watched the Pelicans play 15 times. I don't know what they are. I think the Pelicans are pretty good. So and and but but, but okay, they're 24 and 17. The Kings are 23 and 17. So you believe the Sacramento Kings are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think the biggest hang-up in have they taken a step back is the fact that it looks like other teams have taken a step forward. Minnesota and Oklahoma City, for sure. Mm-hmm. New Orleans, jury's out, but no one in Sacramento could say anything bad about the Pelicans after what they've done to this team this year. So I think that's, that's, that's the other part of the, the conversation is maybe the Kings are, in fact, a little better. It doesn't look the same because these other teams are a lot better. Mm-hmm. I didn't think Minnesota would be at the top of the Western Conference. I didn't think Minnesota would be at the top of the Western Conference by a couple of games. I expected Oklahoma City to be better. I did not expect Oklahoma City to be where they are right now. Mm-hmm. And they've lost a couple, two straight. Can I see them having some stretches where they lose three or four, three or five, something like that moving forward? Absolutely. But they'll still be a good team, and I don't see them falling before, below four. I don't know that I see the Kings getting up to four. So that's that's part of the hang-up is we watch this team night in, night out. We get frustrated with what we see. Then we go to the standings, and even you know before last night's tip-off, well, they're stuck there at five, but, man, it doesn't feel the same. There's Oklahoma City up there. There's there's Minnesota. We we wrote the Clippers off a week into the season, and there they are after a 22-6, you know, 22-7 stretch or whatever they're at. Yeah, I – I, I I hear you. Everything you're saying isn't wrong, and I know I'm I'm probably I'm on a on an island with this one. I just look at the way they're playing right now, 
And I think there's there's things that they can do to 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 build off the way they've been playing as of late. And the result isn't what we wanted um, last night, especially with the lead that they had. But I look at somebody like Kevin Herter. I look at him starting to score just a little bit more and be active. Uh, I see the production they're getting from Alex Lynn. I see, obviously, the way Sabonis, Fox, Monk, those guys are playing as well. And I, I think if, if you can do simple things like make your free throws in the game. I, I looked up, too, by the way, the difference between the Magic game and the Bucks game is the Kings won. They missed 10 free throws in that game. Mm-hmm. Like, that that's that's the difference. We look at that game and said they showed something because they won. Not necessarily how they played. And, that, and that's more so what I'm looking at. The wins and losses, they have to add up at some point. Like, you have to find a way to win these games. But I'm as just a feeling that I have, and like I said, I'm okay being by myself with this one. I just think they're playing – they're playing some solid basketball. They have to shore up some things. That's all. And last night was inexcusable. Inexcusable. Can't lose that game. You have 22 with seven minutes to go. Oh, come on now. Mm-hmm. Come on. Find a way to bring that one home. And they should feel that way. I wonder if they do. I think they do. I mean, they said as much. A couple guys said as much. Uh, Malik talked about it. Uh, the Aaron didn't talk. He didn't want to talk to OJ. Off, That's I mean that was the report. Jay said he was very, yeah he said he was upset, no, very no, no, no. upset with with the game and didn't want to talk. So I, I think they, uh, I think like in a lot of ways, to be honest with you, I think they're a little bit more embarrassed and upset about what happened last night than they are a thirty point loss. That's just well, the, they should be. That's the feel that I get. That's Man, the I'm, feel that I'm, I get. All right, I'm I'm really struggling to find something here. Oh, no wonder I'm a, I'm on the I'm on the wrong date. You said something, and I'm not going to let it go. So I, <laughs> I, I'm just, and if I don't say anything, it means you were right, and it doesn't matter. But you said something, and I'm 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 not going to let it go. So now I have to find, I have to find the entire game book, and I'm going to start with Orlando. And you said but Alfonso says Fox got to start talking. I'd like for him to start talking, but he don't have to. Like It's the job of a leader, though, isn't it? Even uh, if you're out there saying nothing, you got to stand up for your team. Yes and no. I, but I look, I look at the media stuff a little different as well, though, right? Like, if he doesn't talk and they win seven games in a row, like, who really cares? If he, if he talks every time and they lose seven games in a row, I'm not going to feel any better because he's talking after the game. Like, it's a, it's a bottom-line business. That's why a lot of people are upset with what I'm saying because it's not about whether you're playing well or doing some good things. Did you win or you lose? That's how some people are looking at this situation. You lost. So a lot of that other stuff don't matter. And this is a situation with De'Aaron Fox and talking. Did you win or you lose? If you won, I don't care if you talk or not. If you lost, if you're talking all the time, that's not fixing things. Bottom-line business, and I just think – I. I I I like for him. I would if I was talking to him. I'd tell him to go talk. I'd say that's what you should do. But I mean, he probably would think if we start winning, nobody's gonna care about it. I don't think it's just the Fox thing either. Like Sabonis don't really hit the podium as it is too. It feels like well, he ain't the only one. There's 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 other people that aren't talking. Just no one's paying attention to that fact. Yeah. And there's um, 
There's there's the the difference that you talk about. I can't decide if this helps what I was going to say or not. I, I, I did not <laughs> I did not find exactly what I hoped I would find. <laughs> say it, and if it doesn't, we'll dump it. Okay, all right. Get your hand on the green button because Kenny just said here here's the here's here's the 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 Raptors game. You said in the Orlando game and the Raptors game, they missed 10 free throws. Is well, that accurate? I didn't accurate? say the Raptors game. Oh, no, you just said Orlando. Orlando. Which one did I just pull up here? I just pulled up the Raptors. So I have the Orlando number. They were 9 of 13 in the fourth and the first overtime, the fourth quarter and overtime. I can't decide whether that's good or bad, but that's the I number. What's the vote? No, because we got no, about 30 seconds matter. before we have to dump it. It doesn't matter. But that was the point, though, like hitting – Free throws in clutch moments. That that was well, that that's was not, that's you can I miss you can miss a hundred free throws, but if you make I, eight in the fourth quarter and you win the game, that's the difference. I I under, I understand what you're saying. I don't make the free throws. No, I, no, you're 100 percent right. No, no, no. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that at all. Seven of eight against Toronto in the fourth took, quarter. Oh, in the fourth in the fourth quarter. Sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. Seven of eight in the fourth quarter. That was a, that was a, a, a five point win. Uh, yeah, uh, one thirty five, one thirty. It was a five yeah. point win. Yeah. I don't know if that did anything. I just, <laughs> I you, you said, you said it, and I got obsessed with it, and started going back to all of these, these, these game books. I wish you tell the whole story because well, if I told you half the story, I'd say they shot sixty seven percent from the free throw line against Orlando. In an overtime game, we probably we might not have had to go to overtime if and, and do all that if you would have hit your free throws throughout the game. But and, and but the, but I, I I guess the argument is I don't know what nine of thirteen is. Someone else do the math. That's better than sixty something percent, isn't it? Or that might actually, yeah, I don't do. Yeah, that. remember I told that. you percentages are not fair. Like it's not fair. Nine of thirteen doesn't feel like it's that bad, but it's probably like fifty eight percent or something like that. It's probably not very good. I don't think it's fifty eight percent. Percentages are no, I don't think it is either, but percentages are not fair. It's it's really unfair. Phone lines. Uh, math the math needs to be a little more forgiving. Okay. Fair enough. Um What was I gonna say? Oh, phone lines are open. Uh we'll turn things over to you. How are you feeling? Uh, what do you think? Is the team playing good basketball? It's no big deal. Or are you concerned? 916-909-1320. Steve Lowen KC brought to you by Sky River Casino and Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. It's funny. You just said, uh, you just told our streaming audience that uh, we've got Janet Jackson tickets over on 102.5 all week. Janet Jackson's going to be at the Golden One Center. It's amazing. Someone's actually coming to the Golden One Center. <laughs> Not going to Oakland or the Chase Center, <laughs> and then I, it dawned on me. Old tickets that go on sale today. Oh, so well, with Janet, that's VIP right there. That's VIP it's right too there. Late. You should. Hey, God damn it! You got to log in quick. You got to be quick. Hey, this dude, this dude VIP. Don't think, don't think I didn't peep the uh, the double back today either. Man. Come on now, stop doing that to him. You see, peep that boy double back. I can't even touch that double back. Oh man. I don't think I'd have beat that. Why they got third row seats for a thousand dollars? What are we doing right now? Right? Well, it's close enough for you to go on stage, man. Well, so much for this code. Anyways, Janet Jackson tickets go on sale Friday. We've got your tickets all week long over on one zero two five, and we're sending you to see Jodeci. Yeah, in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, baby. Oh. Woo. Well, Woo. Uh, so stay tapped in with us uh, beginning at 3 o'clock.
Um, phone lines open for you, 916-909-1320. I guess Kamara's just, buckle up. This this is not going to be pleasant. I, can, I could read the text thread, too. <laughs> Go ahead, Kamara. I don't like when I come on, you have no excitement, bro. No, nah, because I, I know I know you're about to unleash on this team. We're on the conference call phone, too. Oh, yeah, way. yeah, you can yeah you can tell. Uh, I'm not much, man. I just, you know, my thing is, I, I put it in the chat. I don't know if I trust this team. Um, and I asked you, you know, Kenny, directly, do you trust the team in the series? And I know it's all matchup-based, but, you know, we were halfway through the season coming up on this Friday, and we don't know what we're going to get in night in, night out from this team. We don't know if we're going to get a blowout loss. We don't know if we're going to get a team that's shooting. If they shoot well, you know, if they're playing, they're playing great. Um, we don't know for what kind of defensive performance we're getting. And I think that's a problem. And they're symptomatic about something deeper. We've talked about it all season. There's something going on deeper within this team. We don't, we can't put a finger on it. I don't know if it's Mike Brown, too much tinkering in the off season by, you know, not instilling confidence in Kevin and that kind of ruined the, the vibes, you know, on this team. But something is deeply flawed within this bunch that, and, and it's not even symptomatic of this la- these last two losses, but there's something off. And, you know, for me personally, I, I think this team, does, if I don't trust them, I don't think they trust each other. And they hear me out with this because when the t- going gets tough on, this, on the floor, they don't move the ball. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't, uh, when, they, when things get tight, they kind of just like either get in a hero ball or they stop playing it all together. And you didn't see that last year. I think a lot of these losses, whether they're close or they're big losses, they're coming from places of they don't trust each other for some whatever reason. The ball, either the ball stops moving or they stop moving altogether as a team. And I'm not sure what that's about. I know you said things can be fixed, free throws, all that, but there's something else there that I don't know if you can fix that in the next 40, 42 games. Well, okay. I mean, him not trusting them, that's something that can't be debated. Like, that's a personal feeling, and I understand why. Um, I just – I, I'm not at that point with this team yet. Hmm. I'm not at that point with this team. I, I think that um, a lot of the stuff, you know, the iso ball and all this other stuff, I think they were doing a lot of that last year. There's a reason why Fox was able to put up the, the numbers he did in the fourth quarter. It wasn't because they were running – Dribble handoffs with Domas Sabonis, like they it was the ball. The ball was in his hands. He was going one on one or pick and roll, and he was going to work. He was making shots last year and for a lot a good part of this year. So, like when the shots go down, we don't have a problem with it. When they don't, they don't trust each other. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the case with this group. I think that there's. I think that they're and it's not I'm not saying it's their fault or anything else like that, but there's three guys that aren't sure what their future is with this team. Last year, that wasn't the case for anybody. So it was a little easier to be quote all in or just completely invested in what we're doing. It was sort of the case with Harrison. Your 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 point stands, mm-hmm. but it, you remember Harrison was in a final year of his contract last true, year. True. 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 Which makes him but, a prime candidate to be traded, true. which but Obviously, I, he I, wasn't. But we talked about it, though. I don't think there was talks about it. No, there was there was never chatter. No, there was right. nothing. There was nothing like what's going on right now. Right. So now these guys, Herter, Barnes, and Davion, even though Davion doesn't play much, um, they're dealing with that right now. Mm-hmm. And I do think it has affected their gameplay. Kevin's kind of 
kicking out of it a little bit, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of the time it, it really affected him. So I don't think it's a, a team thing. Like they don't trust each other or anything else like that. I think there there's things that they – that's one of the things that they're dealing with this year that they didn't have to deal with last year, and they're trying to navigate through it. And really they're just navigating through it at a pace that has them six game above 500. Mm-hmm. Like that's really what it does. It, they're, they're good enough where they don't get too far below that. At least they haven't so far this year. But those, those, um, those uncertainties and just, you know, not being in the, in the, on the same page completely has allowed them to not really go past six games. I think they got to nine games last week or something like that, but they, they haven't been able to excel because of, you know, they're just trying to navigate through all the stuff that they got to navigate through this year. So I, I, I look at it where I think he can turn around. I think they can – we can wake up on March 1st and they're 12 games over 500. Mm-hmm. I think they have that capability. Now in a playoff series, can they win a series? Maybe. Maybe it depends on the – they play the Clippers until you know. You know what I'm saying? So it might not even depend on the matchup. It might be. It might depend on the type of vibe they're in at the time. That's true too. Are they the, are that's they true. up or are they down? Right. Um, right. Let's get Maddie in here. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. What's up, Maddie? Hey, what's up, homies? How we feeling? Good, man. How you doing? Uh, I'm good, man. Just uh, kind of running through some cash right now. Uh, been on Amazon the last few nights. Broke about three or four of them Roku remotes watching this team <laughs> last few nights. But, uh, it happens. It happens. Yeah. Uh, I, just I did that when I was 13, people. though, bro, so grow up. Stop breaking remotes. Oh, Knock man. it off. Oh, man. Man, hey, this is 20 years of, this is 20 years of uh, frustration that kind of went away, and now, now the PTSD is picking up again. What you ah, need, what you need a, Maddie, point. is you need like a – like a smush doll or something like that next to you, so you could throw that. You need a wrestling buddy. You need that old, that old macho man wrestling buddy or something. Never got one of those. I was oh, upset. Me either. <laughs> Too poor for that. Yeah, I'm gonna bring that up. I'm gonna bring, bring that up to my therapist next. Uh, there you go. Next there you go. <laughs> What's on your mind, man? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to post something to y'all. Um, I know you. I know Kenny touched on it uh, probably about a week ago, but. Um, when it comes to Mike Brown and like his rotations, I know it's kind of it feels like kind of taboo to criticize him a little bit because you know he won Coach of the Year and he, he turned turned the squad around last year. But um, I haven't been a fan really of his coaching style and the rotations. Um, I'm not saying fire him or anything like that, but I think it's a fair question to pose. What do you guys think about how Mike Brown has performed as a leader this season? No, it's a it's a it's fair to question or if nothing else, maybe not question, maybe wonder about his rotations. I think that's perfectly fair. They've gotten significantly more snug in the last couple of games. I always find, you know, these these weird, like, Chris Duarte is going to start over Kevin Herter, mm-hmm. and then he's not, and he's not even going to play. Hmm. Like, so what, like, right. he can't get on the, like, if he's not starting, he can't get on the floor, right. which, which maybe – Maybe lend something to an argument that he was trying to make a point to Kevin Herter. Hmm. I, I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, Davion and 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 Keon swapping uh, uh, spots in the lineup now. Neither one of them are playing. Uh, 
Malik getting, and, and this is probably a product of what we asked for following the Toronto game. Mm-hmm. Malik needs to be playing 30-something minutes a night. And tightening up the road, that's a, that's a byproduct of this. Mm-hmm. Um, he's either going to play Alex Lynn or JaVale McGee. He's never going to play both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Sasha, I don't know, bro. Your guess is as good as mine. Sasha wasn't playing a week ago. He had, uh, I think he had double figures against Milwaukee. He had 14 last night. I think that was matched his career high last yeah, night. I'd like to see more. Sasha. I don't, I, I don't, I, it's fair. It's perfectly, but perfectly fair to wonder. That that goes into, I was, uh, after after we left, I was watch, watching the, uh, the game with one of the homies, and Sasha, came in and did a couple of things and they were like, that's why he don't play. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and I don't think that I don't necessarily buy it. I don't know why he doesn't play, but just like he was cooking last night, we saw moments on Friday against Philly where it was like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? So the, the interesting thing about that and his rotations, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not really the one that like focuses in on coaches rotations and stuff like that. So, I mean, maybe I'm the wrong guy to ask, but a lot of the stuff we talked about and you just mentioned feels like a lot of the things that were happening last year. Terrence Davis would play two, yep. three games and then yep. wouldn't play for a week. Mm-hmm. Metsu wouldn't play for a week and a half and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden be in the rotation. Um, that seems to be his philosophy with this group. And last year, we talked about it. We were we were baffled by it, you know what I mean? But we didn't we didn't criticize Mike Brown about it the way people seem to want to criticize him about it right now. And I just think this year it's just – do we talk about the Kings having different vibes? I think we as viewers and Kings fans have different vibes from last mm-hmm. year. Because yep. the team has a the same or better record. A lot of the same things that happened last year that we were in love with, and rightfully so because it was the first time being good in a while – we're not in love with this year. And I just think we all have different we all have uh different vibes than we had last year. On January 18th of 2023, the Kings went to 25 and 18. 7 games over, beating the Los Angeles Lakers. When they beat the Lakers, which was so that, that was at, 7. Was that in LA? Was that at home? That was in Los Angeles. It was part of uh, yeah, I remember that game. A winning streak that included Rashawn Holmes beating. game. That's what that was. I think he had like twenty two. Um. Okay. Yes, there's Rashawn. Yeah. Uh, Rashawn had uh, he <laughs> yeah. Domas didn't play. He know, was yeah. He was seven of seven in that game. Had sixteen points 16 and eleven points. rebounds. Yeah. 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 Um, 31 for De'Aaron in that one, 18. You had uh, 10 points from Trey Lyles, uh, but a part of a six, seven game. That's the seven, is that the seven-game win streak? Uh, one, two, three, they four, had another five, one, right? six. It's the six-game yeah. win streak. Yes, yeah, the six-game. Yeah, they had a seven and a six. Um, but that, what would you say, seven games over 500, and, and here we are, 23 and 17. They win tomorrow. Tomorrow's January 18th. They're seven. If they beat the Indiana Pacers, they're seven games over five hundred mm-hmm. uh, at twenty four and seventeen. And and look, I'm including myself in all this. I it feels different this year than it did last year. 
Mm-hmm. I'm 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 not excluding myself. I'm mm-hmm. just like everybody else in this respect. It feels different, but I'm just trying to look at the situation and be like, all right, well, number one, what is the difference? And number two, are we different? You know what I mean? Is is what we're expecting and what we're looking for out of this team different? And they're more or less the same. Once again, even though I'm like you guys, it feels different than last year. We're talking through it. We're just talking through it. That's it. It's fine. It's fine. We said it last year. It's going to be different. And this is different. This is what it is. Uh, You're listening to D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320KIFM West Sacramento 98.5 FM Carex QHD2 Sacramento. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Live on 1320 TV as well. If you want to watch the show, you can. Twitch, YouTube, and over at ESPN 1320 on Twitter. You can weigh in if you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Show is yours. Uh, 916-909-1320. And also, real quick, also, uh, people criticizing Mike Brown. I mean, I think that's just the nature of sports. Yeah, Joe Mazzulla gets criticized for yeah. What he does as a coach. Some of the criticisms have him pretty dumb. But, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they criticize his rotate. Yeah, That's even more connected. Am I right, Jesse? Like, well, they, well, the Steelers fans want Tomlin out. <laughs> they right? That's the shoot. The Steelers fans want Tomlin out. They criticize Missoula's rotations and all this other stuff. Dude, they're still calling for email Doka. Still. I, Celtics <laughs> fans are idiots. I'll just say it right now. Celtics fans from Boston, you guys are idiots. <laughs> Flip that and send it to them. Send it to him. Send it to EEI. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.